0: Welcome to Season 4 of the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Denison. And I'm Jamie Fenderston.
1: And today we're talking about four things about four that have something to do with four. We're going four loco today. Four, (laughs) yeah. Four hell yeah. I guess. Yeah, we're doing something weird weird because it's our season like starter So we're like, hey, we're just going to do something weird. So it's totally weird. So it's four things from the 80s and 90s about four, like the number four. But we're going to give four facts about those four things. And we're going to do four each.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening and you're like, what? Don't worry. You'll get it here in a second. Jamie had to explain it to me a few times. But yeah, four facts about four things that have to do with four
1: oh so that's 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 the perfect way to say it you got <laughs> it bro that's it because when so, i say it it sounds like some like really complicated <laughs> thing like and, and you're just like dude i don't know what you're talking about but then milo gets it and it's like yeah i can explain it like two senses and everybody gets it
0: yeah and i'm doing the 90s and you are doing the 80s yeah that's right So I don't
1: know. Do you want to get started? See how this thing goes?
0: Let's do it, man. All right. What do you got for your first? All right. So
1: my first thing from from the 80s that has to do with four is Rocky four. Because I I love Rocky four. And now that the Russians are bad guys again, it's like totally relevant again. So this movie is like totally relevant again. So here's here's four facts I found out about Rocky four. Okay. So Paulie's robot, you know, that big robot giving him beer and talking all sexy, like, yep. like, Hey, Polly, here's your beer, baby. Um, that's actually Sylvester Stallone's robot for his kid. That robot was developed for uh, kids with autism. So S- Stallone talked to this guy, um, Robert Dornick from a company called International Robotics. And his son Sergio, he was like, Hey, my son has autism. And they're like, Hey, we're developing this robot for kids with autism. And and that's his robot. And then they used it
0: in the movie. Well, what's so, that to
1: do with the number four? No, no. I'm giving you four facts
0: about Oh, Rocky dude, Ford. no. Mine, my four facts actually have four in the four oh, facts. Oh, so you went super hard. I went all out. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I didn't go that far. Oh,
1: we so weak. Yeah. Oh man. You waste. Well, well, you spent a lot of time on this then. Well, all right, we'll keep going, but just know (laughs) that Milo put a lot into this. (laughs) Jeez, man. So the second fact, uh, Ivan Drago, he only says 46 words in the whole movie.
0: Okay. Well, I guess that sort of works with the four. Got a four in there. There you go. All How about that? Are you happy? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I guess Dolph Lundgren, another fact, Dolph Lundgren was really physical and Carl Weathers threatened to quit because um, Dolph Lundgren was so physical and Stallone was even flown to the hospital after taking a punch, which uh, put his... Uh, put his heart to his breastbone and causes blood pressure to like go off the roof, and yeah, they had to fly him to the hospital. So Dolph
0: Lundgren was actually like really into his role. Well, to my understanding, <laughs> the one with Stallone was Stallone's fault because Stallone goaded him into doing it, into hitting. Oh him yeah, hard like that. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and one other thing about Dolph Lundgren is he'd often show up to the set kind of tired because he'd have like late night sex orgy parties with grace jones oh yeah <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so nuts. grace jones originally hired Dolph lundgren to be his to be her bodyguard but then they kind of got a romance a freaky romance going and then he ended up with a minor role in a james bond film that that she was in and this was like his second movie but they were all about getting freaky beaky because mm. you know they're prime specimens of human humans and they'd have like kind of freaky deaky parties.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, good for him. <laughs> so there's four facts about Rocky Four, some mm-hmm. of which
1: didn't have anything to do with four, but there are four facts about them. But let's hear what you have to say because I'm you put some work into this. I
0: did indeed. So my first one is a Fantastic. Well, this one's going to be the weaker of the ones. So <coughs> Fantastic Four. The 1994 movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah. For local, baby.
0: That's Go right. Marlo. So uh, a lot of people don't know this, but there was indeed a Fantastic Four movie made in 1994 uh, because Constantine Films that owned the right to the series had a 10 year deal with Marvel. And if they didn't make a movie, they would actually um, the rights, they would lose the rights to it. So they actually worked with Roger Corman uh, to do a low budget film it was never officially released uh supposedly a all the film was destroyed but you can actually find pirated copies of it out there and um and there is a copy on youtube at the moment as well
1: yeah i've seen it that,
0: that's a, it's <laughs> terrible
1: it's really bad <laughs> you could tell they weren't gonna release it they're like yeah okay we made all that right. shit yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were done yeah.
0: So, uh, four fantastic facts about Fantastic Four is, of course, there are four members of the Fantastic Four. That's one. (laughs) All the uniforms have the number four on them. (laughs) That's fact number two. (laughs) Number three here is an interesting, this is the first of the four Fantastic Four movies that have been made so far. So you got this one, Fantastic Four. You've got the 2005 Fantastic Four, (laughs) 2007 Fantastic Four Silver Surfer, and of course, the Fantastic Four 2015 film. And finally, the fourth fact about Fantastic Four that was released in 1994 is the uh, headquarters that they used for the Fantastic Four in the movie is 444 Flower Building, now referred to as uh, the Citigroup Center. So the address of the building is 444 Flower Building.
1: That was badass, Milo. <laughs> I have so much respect for you right now. You took this to town, dude. Oh yeah, uh
0: huh.
1: You're amazing. You're making me look like a chump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll keep going. It's gonna be hard for me to keep going because, like, you're pretty badass at this. You took it and rolled with it. But my next one is a song called four letter word by Kim Wilde released in 1988. It was her fourth single on the album Close. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, there you go. I'm trying. I'm trying to be like Milo. I think it's a pretty song. It's really classy. I like Kim Wilde. Um, so many of this was many of Kim's here's some facts. Many of Kim's songs were written by her father and or her brother and this was the last release of a track written by her father and brother. So a lot of her songs were written by her father and her brother. Second fact, her father was Marty Wilde. So he's like the first generation of British rock musicians that emulated like fifties rock ability. Um, so he was like a big fifties rock ability guy. Um, and he still writes and performs today at age 83. And his brother is Ricky wild. Who is like this seventies, teeny bopper star so there was even a magazine called uh look in with with him and donny osmond and the question was is ricky wild the next donny osmond so he was like one of those donny osmond type 70s pre-teeny bopper like things and he still rocks today too he's like 60 but he's like in rock bands rocking it Kim Wilde's father was a 50s rockabilly star. Her brother was like like a 70s teeny bopper star. And she's an 80s pop diva. So that's kind of badass, don't you think?
0: Yeah, that's an impressive family.
1: Yeah, I didn't know anything this. I'm a Kim Wilde fan. I didn't know anything about this. So The only thing I
0: know about her is that one song, um, uh, the, uh, We're the kids in kids America. America. Yeah, that one. <laughs> well, her father wrote that. So yeah, and she sang it. Yup okay is she still around singing and playing yeah. okay yeah, yeah. that whole her. family's still like
1: that's what it's they do. rocking
0: yeah they don't they don't play around they do what they do all right my next four is the band four non-blondes <laughs> yeah so the band uh has four members as we all know it's in the title uh two original uh, so they had Four members, two left and two replaced. Either way, stayed with four. So they only released one album. However, that one album has four letters in the title. Bigger, better, faster, more. It peaked at number four in the UK charts. And finally, the fourth fact about the band Four Non Blondes is they broke up in 1994. The fourth year of the 90s. (laughs) You're the
1: best. Oh, man. You're so good, Milo. I don't even know what to say. I got so much respect for you right now. (laughs) I'm in awe, dude. Yeah. My next one from the 80s is It's a Year, a Book, and a Movie called
0: 1984. Love it. One of my favorite books.
1: Yeah. It was written by George Orwell in 1949 about totalitarianism and things like that. And I think it's just as relevant today. My son read it. He's a teenager, but he, he, he thought it was awesome. I think everybody should read it. Excellent. I think everybody should be required to read Orwell in school. And if they don't, they should be like shipped off to the Gulag or something. So here's an interesting four fact for you. Uh, Winston Smith, the character in the novel, uh, begins his secret diary in defiance of the you know, Oceania, totalitarian government. He begins his diary on 4-4-1984. Four, four, That's good. That's mm. good, right? All um, right. You like that? I like that one. <laughs> do, yep. I get, do I get a little something, something for that? You
0: get, you get a point for that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>.
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh, they made a movie in 1984 called 1984, directed by Michael Radford, starring John Hurt and Richard Burton. Mm-hmm. got generally favorable reviews yeah I think so yeah but here's an interesting thing um it was produced by virgin who did movies back then and uh against radford's wishes the studio replaced the or- orchestra score with eurythmics the band eurythmics
0: oh, really? I don't yeah. remember the music from the film. So yeah, yeah, it's well it's... here.
1: It, but that depends on which version you
0: watched. Oh, maybe that's why. Because I in don't that, remember you not version played.
1: that they released, it was kind of this, you know how they like to do that in the 80s, even yeah. if it's a historical thing or whatever, they they still had that kind of synth vibe to it. So it had this eurythmic synth vibe, and they released an album, but later MGM. Uh, got the movie and they restored the color, I guess. And they completely removed all of their eurythmics and in, in brought back the orchestra score in in the 2003 DVD release. Hmm.
0: It must've been the one I watched then because I don't remember hearing the rhythmics. or maybe I did and just forgot. Yeah, I mean, well, it was a long time ago. So great film uh, and definitely a book everyone should absolutely read. I mean, yeah, read, it. read it. So my next four, also has four in the title, which is Four Weddings and a Funeral. So when the band Four Non-Blondes were breaking up in 1994, this film was being released in 1994. The budget, according to IMDb, was $4, 000, four, or sorry, $4,400,000. <laughs> so <laughs> it won four BAFTA awards. The first being Best Actor for Hugh Grant, Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Kristen Scott Thomas, Best Film for Duncan Kenworthy and Mike Newall, and um, the David Lean Award for Direction for Mike Newall. So four Daft Award winning uh, awards. And finally, my fourth fact about Four Weddings in a Funeral that was released in 1994 and cost $4 million to make was... That Richard Curtis, or is, I guess, Richard Curtis, the writer of the film, has four children Scarlett, Jake, Charlie, and Spike. <laughs> You're so
1: good at this.
0: That took some deep diving.
1: <laughs> I know you even know the kids. He had four kids with the four kids' name, One yeah. Spike, and everything. Spike. I know what kind of, what is that like? Spike.
0: your kids, Spike. Like they got no, the what rest of them are you Scarlett, what are you doing? Charlie, and then Spike. Spike. He's, He's the one they didn't like.
1: Ah, yeah. it's Spike.
0: He's like the dog. We're going to call him. Yeah. You know, they're like, man, we don't want this fourth one. So uh, yeah, Spike. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother thinking of names.
1: <laughs> wow. You got so meta on this assignment that I am just impressed. Yeah. I am impressed, sir. All right. Well, my last one here, I went with the Golden Girls because there's four of them. So that's my four. And Good. I like the Golden Girls. So here's some interesting facts. Queen Elizabeth was a huge fan. Did you know that she actually invited them to a variety performance in London mm. in 1988, where they were performing some of the table scenes. And one of them was uh, where uh, what's the ditzy one? Um, Rose Rose asked the, how long did you wait uh, for sex after your husband died? And, the slutty one um,
0: uh, Blair, Yeah, you know, okay, she says, I was thinking Blanche, but Blanche isn't Blanche. Is, um, is it Blanche or Blanche? one of them's name is Blanche. But, than but, I but she says, money.
1: Oh, until the paramedics came. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's the one that got like queen Elizabeth kind of like laughing. Right. <laughs> Cause she's their age. Right. Yeah, totally. It's like, man, Oh bloody. I wish I could hang out with these commoners. But yeah, she, she's their age and the queen's still alive. I think she's got some kind of Darth
0: Vader back to tank thing going on. Cause she's still going strong, but. So they say, I don't think she's real. I think, I think <laughs> she's been replaced and she's just an animatronic Like uh, Queen Lady, (laughs) like Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Yeah, they wheel her out every once in a while, and they make her move and do a wave thing, and then they wheel her back inside. Like the Hall of Presidents, Disneyland. (laughs) That's what I think.
1: (laughs) It's Abraham Lincoln. He's he's here. (laughs) It's the Queen. Yeah, but um, second fact. So Rue McClanahan, who played Blanche, um, she got to keep all her wardrobe from the show. It was in her contract. She got to keep all her stuff. So. I think that's kind of cool girl knows how to like negotiate a contract. So you go um, number three, there were only three chairs. Do you remember that they're in the, at the, di- at the dining room table? Oh, really? No, it's a, f- it were only uh, because of the way they had to film it. There were always three chairs. And that's why you often saw ma perched up like on the stool all the time oh, because okay. of the way they had to film it. Like they couldn't have all four of them sit at the four person table. So it was situational how they put them, but not all four of them didn't, didn't sit at the table together. Mm. there's another
0: four. I go, well, that's three, but three, that doesn't work. Phil, I take the point back that I gave you earlier.
1: No, just at least let me keep the point and fail at getting that point, man. (laughs) Come on. The last one is, do you know, they always have that exterior of their house in Miami Blanche's house in Miami. Mm -hmm. That's actually a house in LA. And it's a 2,900 square foot, four bedroom house.
0: Ooh, there you go. All <laughs> right. Give you another
1: point for that one. Yep. Yep. And it's, uh, but it's, it's only, it's only uh, valued at 3 million. So oh. I, I couldn't get my 4 million there, but yeah, now it's surrounded by foliage and stuff because I guess the owners don't like golden girl gawkers and people like coming up taking pictures or whoever oh, that's the house. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, So it's like surrounded by a wall of foliage. <laughs> Man, if any film ever or TV series or anything like comes and is not, knocks on your door and like, hey, can we film here? We'd like to use this. Say no, because Mm -hmm. if that is a success, you will then for the rest of your life, have people coming up to that place.
1: Well, back in Astoria, and I went there, I stayed kind of far away because I'm respectful. Mm -hmm. But we saw the Goonies house. Oh, yeah, the Goonie house. Yeah. But you see all these people go right up to the the yard and all that. Mm. That's so rude. Okay.
0: My last one. So as we all know, the fourth planet from the sun is Mars. (laughs) So there we go. I've got four. So that's actually fact. Number one is Mars is the fourth planet from the sun. So
1: how do <laughs> you want to combine yep.
0: that one? It's yeah. got
1: four letters in the word. In four
0: box. letters. in the Yeah. Yep. So um, the fourth planet from the sun is Mars. Um, the Mars Pathfinder, uh, which went to Mars, was launched on December 4th of 1996. So there's <laughs> that one. And when it reached Mars... In July 4th of 1997, it completed a four-minute series of complex tasks and sequences to land on the planet. So, technically four and a half, but, you know, I'm going to say four for this. So, the (laughs) Mars Pathfinder, which was a revolutionary piece of exploration. Yeah, I remember all the Mars robots
1: started Mm -hmm. landing in the 90s. And that really helped perpetuate the nineties as a like, Hey, we're going to kick ass with all of our information technology and sciences
0: and all that technology is going to save the world. And it didn't, but it, no, you know, no. kills a bunch of our time when we're sitting around with our phones in our hands. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, we can, we can record a goofy podcast from across the planet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was cool. I mean, he used those giant airbags to land, and you know, if you remember, it was like bloom, 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 yeah. Stuff. What
1: was that called? The, the Pathfinder. The Myers
0: Pathfinder. That was the Pathfinder. Was that one? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Had three cameras on it, not four, so I couldn't really use that. But you know, so <laughs> hey man, so.
1: I got to give it to you. You you killed this four thing, <laughs> like even more, way more than I even expected you to do. That's amazing. <laughs> you don't go, you don't mess around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go, dude. Milo is for hire. He's very detail-oriented and thorough. <laughs> that's In addition right. to having that smooth podcast voice, he, he'll go to town. He'll research the heck out of things.
0: <laughs> hire Milo. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, folks, uh, you have reached the end of the first episode of season four of the 80s and 90s Uncensored. As always, you can find us on the social media at the 80s and 90s. No, the 80s. The 80s and 90s Com. that's what yeah, we're not oh on. that's
1: our Twitter our Twitter yeah yeah, the 80s, 90s, yeah 80s and 90s. Our, our website is the 80s and 90s.com that's right that's right yep. well, we gotta and you should sign up for our magazine our newsletter because sometimes I just write goofy little things about about fun stuff and the people who who have got it a few say that they like my little email newsletters and they learn a little something and it makes their day so you should sign up for it
0: full of factoids. And of course, uh, if you like our show, take two minutes, a minute, 60, 30 seconds. It doesn't really matter. Give us 40 seconds, 44 seconds. seconds. Take 44 seconds. Give us that five-star review. Say something like, these guys are great and hilarious and I love them and it's the best podcast ever. Done. And with that, we will say we are out of here like season three of the 80s and 90s Uncensored. Still around for your listening pleasure. Goodbye. Dude,
1: you killed it with the four thing.
0: <laughs> well, it was funny too, because last night I'm like on my phone. I'm like, come on, something four. And I'm like, fucking Jamie. <laughs> come on. this idea.
1: Well, I didn't know you'd do
0: four, like, the four
1: facts have to have four in them, too. Four in them. That's right. So you did four things about four.
0: That have four in them. Things
1: about four mm-hmm. that have four in them. Dude, you just went completely meta
0: and blew my eye. I went down that rabbit hole. <laughs>
1: Hey, man, you learned some stuff, though. Like that guy's got four kids and one of them's name is Spike. (laughs) Yeah, really? Uh Because now you know. And before you didn't, you're like, man, what was that dude? That dude, how many kids does he have? I
0: wonder how many kids. Richard Curtis, the writer of (laughs) Four Weddings and a Funeral. How many kids does
1: he have? And what are their names? Oh, Spike. Spike. Okay. Now I know. Now I can die and know that that's so.